listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Today is a tremendous solemnity I'm obligated to give a homily on solemnities, (laughs) but I would anyways. Um, This is such a wonderful, amazing feast day. Um, Nine months from now in the liturgy, we'll celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus. So nine months earlier today, the Annunciation. And uh, so much of what we hold near and dear, the Catholic belief, Catholic devotion to our dearest Blessed Mother Mary is rooted in today in today's feast day and in this account which we just had proclaimed, the way St. Luke, um, inspired by the Holy Spirit, crafted the narrative here, it's filled with all sorts of interesting details. Um, So in my course of my doctorate studies, this is one of those passages that I've been really looking at in the original Greek, and I could uh, just go on and on, (laughs) but I know it's a little early. But um, in the history of the church, one of the most beautiful explanations of this feast day, of this account of, to understand, well, what actually happened here comes from St. Bernard, St. Bernard of Clairvaux, one of the doctors of the church. And on December 20th, in the, the prayer, the liturgy of the hours that the people pray, priests pray, we have a little quote from a sermon that St. Bernard gave about this passage. So we're going to let him preach that sermon to us again. It's my absolute favorite. He is such a gifted writer. So this is St. Bernard of Clairvaux commenting on today's feast day. He's speaking to the Virgin Mary. You have heard, O Virgin, that you will conceive and bear a son. You have heard that it will not be by man, but by the Holy Spirit. The angel awaits an answer. It is time for him to return to God who sent him. We too are waiting, O lady, for your word of compassion. The sentence of condemnation weighs heavily upon us. 
The price of our salvation is offered to you. We shall be set free at once if you consent. In the eternal word of God, we all came to be, and behold, we die. In your brief response, we are to be remade in order to be recalled to life. Tearful Adam, with his sorrowing family, begs this of you, O loving virgin, in their exile from paradise. Abraham begs it. David begs it. All the other holy patriarchs, your ancestors, ask it of you as they dwell in the country of the shadow of death. This is what the whole earth waits for, prostrate at your feet. It is right in doing so, for on your word depends comfort for the wretched, ransom for the captive, freedom for the condemned, indeed, salvation for all the sons of Adam, the whole of your race. Answer quickly, O virgin. Reply in haste to the angel, or rather through the angel to the Lord. Answer with a word. Receive the word of God. Speak your own word. Conceive the divine word. Breathing a passing word. Embrace the eternal word. Why do you delay? Why are you afraid? Believe, give praise, and receive. Let humility be bold. Let modesty be confident. This is no time for virginal simplicity to forget prudence. In this matter alone, O prudent virgin, do not fear to be presumptuous. Though modest silence is pleasing, dutiful speech is now more necessary. Open your heart to faith, O virgin, your lips to praise, your womb to the Creator. See, the desired of all nations is at your door, knocking to enter. If he should pass by because of your delay, in sorrow you would begin to seek him afresh, the one whom your soul loves. Arise, hasten, open. Arise in faith, hasten in devotion, open in praise and thanksgiving. And then he quotes the Blessed Mother's response. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, she says, be it done to me according to your word. Wow. He used his imagination a little bit to imagine all of humanity, including all of the Old Testament saints, the patriarchs, and waiting for this moment. And in that meditation, St. Bernard highlights something that the church holds up for us to ponder, and that is Mary's freedom. That God, who gives us the gift of freedom, he respects her freedom. She's not forced. There is an offer. There's an invitation And in her freedom, her freedom which was strengthened by the grace that she received from the first moment of her conception, in her freedom she gives her consent. She says yes. And God willed that this free consent would be the means by which we would be saved. That Jesus would come and take our humanity and ultimately offer that humanity as a sacrifice on the cross and then on the third day raise it again. In some way, in the mystery of God's plan, in the mystery of God's wisdom, this whole thing, almost like the lever that goes on the fulcrum or the door that goes on the hinge, that fulcrum, that hinge, the the, the linchpin of the, the whole scheme of God's plan was connected to the Virgin Mary's free yes to God's invitation. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Uh, wow. 
The meaning of that is so profound. How beautiful. And uh, this is one of the biggest reasons why we have such a great love and devotion to our Blessed Mother. She is not God. We don't worship her. She's a human. She's one of ours. <laughs> but the, the working of God's grace in her life is so profound. And it stands as an example, as a model, as a paradigm for each one of us. Because the Lord approaches and treats each one of us in the same way. We are invited by God to offer a free yes, a free consent, the gift of faith. Lord, I believe, let it be done unto me according to your word. That moment stands as a model for all of us. Um, and as we strive to make our way through this valley of tears, as we strive to, to live our faith and to follow Jesus and to be disciples and followers of Christ and to be open to being an instrument for God's grace in this world and whatever that might mean for each one of us, for all of that, we say yes. That's why the, the Hail Mary prayer and the rosary is so important as we repeat this moment, Hail, you know, and then and in repeating it, we make it our own. And like Mother Mary, we imitate and we offer our yes. We offer our consent. We offer our cooperation with God's grace. We cooperate with the coming of his kingdom today. How exciting, how beautiful. Um, let us give thanks with all our hearts. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.